He only sees me for who I am. Does anybody know that tonight? Oh, oh, oh. see, he is mine, and I am his. Said it doesn't matter what I did. See, he only sees me for who I am. Can I ask y'all one question? The question is simply this. What did he see? He saw the best. I can't get no help up in here. Because there are some folk in here that people have wrote you off. Said you would never amount to anything. Said that you would never end up being anywhere. But Myron, tell him one more time. What did he see? said you would never be nothing. When aunties and uncles said that you would never amount to anything. When daddy didn't come home anymore. He didn't look at you and say that you weren't going to make it. God looked at you and what did he see? What did he see? So the best. The best. What did he see? The best. I said 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 what did he see? one time. Listen to this, y'all. I love this. I love this. See? See, he's mine and I'm his. It doesn't matter what I did. But he only sees me who I am. Ooh, Lord. Yeah. He's mine and I am his. It doesn't matter what I did He only sees me Who I am Sing it one time We're going to go past this He is mine oh, oh, oh. He's mine And I It doesn't matter what I did He only sees me for who I am He only sees me the reason why he sees me for who I am because he created me in his image and his likeness. He's mine. He's mine. I am here. 
It doesn't matter what I need. He only sees me. He saw the best. He saw the best. KAYT 88.1 FM Broadcasting on the cutting edge of technology. You can't stop, can't stop, can't stop, can't stop listening. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. God created you for fellowship because there's something He wants to tell you. But God cannot reveal a purpose or a plan to a person who's not talking to him. Look at verse 12. It says, you want to know my thoughts? You want to know my plans? You want to know the purpose and the place? Amen. He said, then you shall call upon Pastor Barton. Then you shall take an aptitude test. Then shall you take a spiritual gifts test. Ooh. Pastor, what you got against spiritual gifts test? Amen. I have really nothing against it, but that can't be your first priority. And I know we have something that we designed for our discovery class to give, amen, newcomers and, and new converts just an idea of what may be their gifts and their talents. But you will know from the teacher that's teaching you not to go by that. That you seek God first. Come on, somebody. You've got to have relationship with God, not with a pencil and a paper. Because there's something that God wants to show you that that aptitude test, that that spiritual gift test may mislead you in. There's something that you haven't even thought about. But notice he said, then shall you call upon me, God says. And you shall go and pray unto me, the Lord says. And I will hearken unto you. And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me. You got to search for me, the Lord says. You got to pray unto me, the Lord says. Stop seeking the newspaper. Stop seeking the psychics. Uh Uh-oh. What's this thing with Christians reading horoscopes? Horoscopes. You know, I got I to find out what the horoscopes. Do you realize that you are attracting demonic spirits into your life? But, come on. You are a child of the most high God. You have no business seeking a psychic, looking at a horoscope, getting your palm read. If you are a child of God, that is. Now, if you are Jezebel or Beelzebub, then we got a problem. God says, I want relationship with you. I'm not going to talk to you about what you're supposed to do if you don't talk to me about what you're supposed to do. Some of you have neglected your time with God. As soon as you get up, you get dressed, you have your breakfast, and you leave the house. You don't seek him. You don't seek him. Some people don't pray. Amen. They, 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 <laughs> they don't, their, their hearts are not right. 
I see people straggling in to come to church. They haven't come into the intercession. They haven't been part of the praise and worship. And do you realize that these are not just time fillers? These are opportunities for you to unload from the burdens and from the pressure that's been upon you because you won't hear anything I'm saying, just straggling in along. Well, I wonder what he got to say. No, no, you got to come into a place where you prepare yourself. Get your mind right. Amen. Come into a place, an atmosphere of prayer and worship so that you can hear from God. But if you don't have that type of value to the presence of God, it's no way that God can speak to you. God says, seek me. I know the thoughts I think toward you. They're thoughts of peace. I'm not mad at you. They're not of evil. I want to give you an expected end. I want to give you hope in your final outcome, the Amplified Version says. But you've got to call upon me. You've got, to, you've got to seek me. You've got to seek me. You've got to really spend time. Can I tell you people, everything that I've accomplished, everything, everything that I'm doing now did not come by some osmosis, or by luck. It came through relationship and fellowship with the Father. Hmm. When you fellowship with the Father, you have the Father's favor. Glory to God. Because the light, according to Job, I believe it's chapter uh, uh, 22, it talks about, amen, decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light of God's favor shall shine upon you. Where the light can only shine upon a person that's in God's presence. No one has to be jealous or envious of what somebody else has. You don't have to be envious of what God has me. It boggles my mind when people, amen, say, I wish I had what you had. What? Do you know the hell I've got to go through to get this anointing and to get this favor on my life? And you are jealous about what God is doing and what? Some people just want the glory part. They don't want the sacrifice part. No one has to be jealous of anybody in here and you don't have to be jealous of your pastor as a matter of fact if you connect properly the same favor that's on me can flow on you mm. somebody say I know my place <laughs> God says if you seek me my God you won't have to seek for another dollar Another day in your life, you won't have to stress about how you're going to pay the rent, how you're going to pay your bills, how you're going to pay Pookie and them. You won't have to stress. God says, you just seek me. My God, I know how to bless you in spite of what's happening at the White House, at the Black House, at the Red House, at the... Come on, somebody. God says, I know how to get you to the place where you need to be. Woo, I feel good in my spirit. So if you're going to find your place, stop trying to find your place through fleshly means. Now, let me read you something I wrote in my book. And I, I mean, this book, Awaken Your Dream, I just redesigned the cover. Uh, it's loaded with prayer tools because as I read it, I, I, I read my own books because I need to read what I've been writing. <laughs> prayer is probably the fundamental component of this book. 
every chapter I look in, it has something to do with prayer. So on, on page uh, 39 in chapter 4 of my book, Awaken Your Dream, um, it talks about the flight plan, following God's vision for your life. And he told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. See, let me just say this, and, and parents, don't take offense to this. See, uh, uh, some of you, <laughs> you, you're trying to understand why mama and them don't understand you. They just know some parts of you. They don't really know you like God knows you. Well, I raised them for 18 years, but all, all you know is 18 years. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I know I'm telling the truth. All you got was 18 years. God had eternity with them. Matter of fact, that's why they keep surprising you. I can't believe that's my child did that. Yes, it is. It's yours. <laughs> Let me keep reading. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified. That word sanctified, amen, means I set you apart for my purpose and for my pleasure. That's what sanctification means. Sanctification and holiness. When somebody says, be holy. The Lord wants you to be holy. Oh, yeah, be holy. Either holiness or hell. That's what we got when we were coming up. Holiness or hell. If you're not dressed right, if you don't look right, amen. If you're not living right, holiness or hell. But they didn't understand holiness. Holiness and sanctification has to do with being set apart for God's special purpose. They thought it was about long dresses, no makeup, long hair, buns, and, you know, and, and amen. <laughs> that's not sanctification. That's uglification. Let me leave that alone. <laughs> Women, wear your makeup, wear your earrings, put your lipstick on, put your jewelry on. Amen. Enhance the beauty that you already have. Oh, yeah, I'm going to liberate some of you women. <laughs> so he said, I sanctified you. I sanctified. Notice what he told Jeremiah. I ordained you. Oh, ordained. Write that word down, ordained. That sounds like order. That sounds like order. As a matter of fact, order is the base word for ordained. When God ordains something, that means that he ordered it. I alone am God. I alone am God. When God ordains something for your life, he orders it for your life. Come on, somebody. 